are riding that blue wave through the Thanksgiving holiday and bringing you another episode of What About Now? What About Now? And yes, it was a blue wave, except for in Florida, but everywhere else it was a blue wave. Which is the whole reason why I left that godforsaken <laughs> fucking place. Uh, I, I am, I, I've never regretted having Florida in my rearview mirror. I'm sorry, but... Just chilling, literally and figuratively, in Maryland, and uh, you can keep Florida, buddy. I I don't know what's happened to me, but something happened that made me kind of, even with DeSantis and Scott winning their races, still a little hopeful, a little optimistic about where Florida's going. Um, For one, it was a very, very tight race, which it always tends to be. But the big thing that kind of came out of that that I don't know if a lot of people nationally are hearing about is that we restored voting rights to nonviolent criminal offenders. Yeah, that was a, that was a national story. Yeah, that, and that is a big, big, big win, I Except think. Except for- that I read a study about, I think, I, I have no details off the top of my head, but some study where felons' rights were restored, and basically the conclusion was, eh, they don't vote anyways. Even when they get their rights restored, they don't vote. Um, that's a possibility. It is. Um, but that... That's going to require, uh, you know, Democrats and people who really care about getting people out to vote to really work on getting these people out to vote. So that's a key drive to get the former... Are they former felons? How do you classify these people? Are they're, they're former? They're, are they felons? Or they're, are they former felons? Are, is ex, it like the Marines? Once ex-convicts. Once they, <laughs> a felon, no. always a felon. They're, no, they're so, ex-convicts. What is their? What is the felons? What is the ex-cons version of Semperfy? That, that's what I want to know. <laughs> but see, I think I think that is the problem with the prison system in, in general and, and well, the way... Hang on, hang on though. Do I refer to them as former felons or felons? Former felons. They're ex-convicts, ex-cons. So well, I, th- I thought a felon is somebody who committed a felony. But they've served their time. They have yes. served the punishment for that felony. Right, but they still committed the felony. Yes, and they were punished for the felony and they completed that sentence. All right, all right, hang on a second. Since... We have so many listeners to draw upon for you know wealth of knowledge. I'm going to go ahead and put a shout-out out to the felon slash former felon listeners. Do me a favor. Don't ever email us. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I'm okay. With, see, and, and, and you're actually getting to my point. Uh, and my point is this, that, that I feel that is part of the problem with the not only the prison system and the way it's, it's structured – but the way society looks at it, um, we only see it as punishment. We never see it as a chance for rehabilitation. We never seem to want to give these people who have done their time and have paid the price a chance to reacclimate into society and, and become something more than just, quote-unquote, a former felon or a felon. Yeah, uh, but like, there's plenty of people who, like, uh, like you know... Watching the news stories about this particular issue in Florida, like the people petitioning for the rights back, like, yeah, I committed a crime 25 years ago, and then I turned my life around, and I've been a model 
citizen ever since. Of course. Of course. I start a business and I try to help at-risk youth, etc. Yeah. So people yeah. like that who've spent like the and like I started a family and like you know I haven't got so much as like a ticket, a driving ticket for twenty years. Those people, you, you know, you have a lot of respect for them because they really turn their life around. Of course. But the, but the, 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 those are the people that were petitioning to get their rights back. They were through the, the the former ridiculous system in Florida. Yeah, of course, but you also have to realize that once you've been convicted convicted of a crime and, you, and you've been you've been sentenced, you've convicted of a felony, the the deck is stacked against you for the rest of your life, even after prison is over. Most jobs yeah. won't hire you. Um, you. You're ineligible for most public housing. Uh, it's it's you have very little chance for success. There's very few paths to actually turn your life around and actually contribute to society. And I think obviously there are people who are just bad people, but there I think a lot of times some people just go back to prison or commit another another crime because <laughs> they almost have no recourse. So the the term that I love to say is uh, called recidivism. Recidivism is the is returning to returning to prison after getting out. Recidivism, like they talk, they, they often refer to the the rate of recidivism, the rate in which uh, prisoners get out and then return to prison. Yes, the recidivism rate. You are liking that word tonight. <laughs> it, it's too bad that it doesn't mean something more positive. It's like, oh, it yeah. represents it represents the cher- recidivism is the cherry on top of the sundae. No, it's it means that you've pretty much given up on being able to contribute and will continue to just be a drain. So, um, yeah, I, I I think it's a I think it's a good step. Um, I think it's a good step, no matter who it benefits. I think it will benefit Democrats more than Republicans because we've talked many times about the disproportionate amount of of. Minorities that are affected by especially nonviolent drug crimes. Um, yeah, except to me, um, the idea that like, like you said that it gave you hope that the Democrats almost won. To me, that's kind of like a plane that crashes that was just short of the runway. It's like, oh, guys, we almost made it. We're dead now, but hey, we almost made it. Now that doesn't it doesn't give me hope because at the end of the day, they still lost. The R is still one. So yeah, almost escaping the concentration camp, almost making it to the runway before crashing. Yay, we we almost made it. No, it it, it well, it means the next four years in Florida are gonna be shitty. Obviously. You know, but Come on, Darren, don't sell yourself short. The next forty years in Florida are gonna be shitty. That it's is and that is until the sea rises and it swallows, swallows it up. <laughs> swallows up the entire state. <laughs> that might very well happen before there we get a, another Democrat in the governor's mansion. So Florida is not going to be red and Florida is not going to be blue. It's going to be green with algae. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did I say algae? I meant seaweed. Oh, I totally fucked that joke up. But you, you get the idea. Green Absolutely. with seaweed. No, no, we've had a lot of red tide in Florida, so it'll be the red tide algae. You got it right. Oh, so, so you're going to stay red. Florida's going to stay red. Okay. <laughs> it's the color of red tide. Red tide. <laughs> yeah. So now, you, uh, you, would, you would think that tide would take advantage. The, the, the laundry detergent tide would take advantage of the red tide, have like a commemorative like tide <laughs> bottle in Florida. <laughs> what? 
I, I gotta be in marketing. You should. You really should. Red Tide Pods. There you go. <laughs> Think about how good I've been at marketing this show. <laughs> how do we have a listener prime yet? Uh, any day now. Any day. Any now. day. Any day. What do you think will happen first? We get a Democratic governor in Florida or a listener prime? Um, what about if the Democratic governor is also our listener prime? Wow. I would really question his ability to lead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, there, there, there has, there, there has, have been, there have been Democratic governors in Florida, I mean, walking yeah. Lawton Childs. Lawton Childs was the last one. That was 2000? Oh, I don't remember. I mean, I lived there. But it, uh, yeah, it, no, it has it happened. Like, I think he left office. I think he died in 2000. He died in his last year of office. Ironically, he wa- he died when he was walking on his treadmill in the governor's yeah, mansion. Exactly. And that kind so. of makes really makes me wonder. It's like, and they didn't find him for like eight hours later. Like, Yeah. Yeah. We've had Jeb Bush twice. We had Charlie Crist, who was still a Republican at the time. And now we've had Rick Scott twice. And now we're going to have Ron DeSantis. And it's just, it keeps getting worse. I mean, it gets worse. <laughs> it's like... It's and, like, and the, the sad thing is that I really don't keep up with Maryland politics. Like, I think by now I know that Hogan is the governor of Maryland. But I don't think I can still name either of the senators from Maryland. But... I, I, like I know Rick Scott's one of the senators, senator yeah. elects from Florida. Yeah. Who's the Who's the other one? Uh, it's Marco Rubio. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we have two Republicans now. You know, I'm I'm just gonna throw this out because it's my favorite game. Anytime, anytime, like I'm trying to find my wife in Target or whatever. Instead of playing Marco Polo, I play Marco Rubio. Do you ever do that? <laughs> no, because uh, I can't stand that fucker. <laughs> Neither can I. But I think it's fun because instead of. When she says Marco, and she's expecting a polo, I give her a Rubio. Marco, Rubio. <laughs> no, so when not... you, so when you play Marco Rubio, like do you like say Marco? The other person says Rubio, and then you immediately flip flop on any st- issue you may stand on. Yes, exactly. That's exactly oh, okay. what happened. That's that's what that's what I thought. So. <laughs> We're, no, what we're I, gonna after, go with the green bath towels in Target today. Marco Rubio, red. I said red the entire time. I said red. Actually, what I do is I immediately grab a bottle of water. <laughs> that was that was him, right? Yes, that was that was Marco Remember Rubio. Remember the the infamous? Um, yeah, grabbing the bottle of water awkwardly, <laughs> having it dribble Repub- out of his. <laughs> the Republican response to an Obama speech, I believe he was yep. he had to stop and grab a water. Our best and brightest, <laughs> Go, uh, <sighs> Senator. That's that's Senator Water Bottle. Anyways, yeah. um, so where are we? We're talking about the blue wave. We have so much to get to. So let's keep it moving. Keep it rolling along. Blue wave. Uh, Dems uh, took the House. The latest yeah. thing I saw was that the official count is with thirty nine. They flipped thirty nine seats with with a possible fortieth coming out of California again tonight. Oh, so. uh, maybe up to forty. So, might be up to 40. Wow. So There's like a 400-vote difference between the Democrat and the Republican with the Democrat leading in so California. The, all I have to say is let the hearings begin. They, the, if, if this seat does flip to the Democrats, that means in the entire state of California, the 55 House seats that they send to, the, to, uh, to Congress, only seven of them will be Republicans hmm. in the state of California. 
And they, they, lost, like, they lost Orange County, the seat of Barry Goldwater, the seat of Ronald Reagan in wow. California. Of Republican politics in California has always been Orange County. And they lost the entire county. It was mostly red with a couple of pockets of blue. And as of this year, it's entirely blue. All right. Well, uh, that's that's very lovely news out of the state that's currently, or no, actually no, they're not on fire. That was uh, obviously one of the big news stories. Uh, they, they finally got away from that, but the horrible, horrible fires, California. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was more of you know, not so much red or blue, but orange. So we got a theme here. So even, since we're talking about red or blue, but Florida's green, California's orange. <laughs> With flames, it was uh, very awful, very awful. Yeah, you're terrible. We have hundred, you know, dozens of people dead, and and uh, here you are making jokes. It wasn't really a joke. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a good joke. Do I get a pass? Because it wasn't. A, <laughs> it wasn't a good joke. No, I think if you're gonna make a horrible joke, at least have it funny. You know? Yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Anyway, so talk about current events. Since we are, what about now? Uh, or at least what about then, because this is a couple weeks old. We're doing, like, the monthly stuff, so I don't know. It's kind of... Yeah, we're, we're, we're down to, because of life situations, we're, we're down to, uh, to to monthly podcasts again. We, we had a short time where we, we tried to get them twice a month, but... We're going to go uh, back. It's, it's been tough for the both of us, um, and the holidays, the big Thanksgiving holidays yeah. kind of put a little damper in things, because we exactly. would have done one last week, but... Uh, because of Thanksgiving and travels didn't happen, but we're gonna try. Let's let's say our New Year's resolution will be to do yeah. a little bit more often than once a month. I do want to see if we can give our listeners a question mark. <laughs> One promise, I had an idea for the next show. Uh, I would like to get it in before the end of the year. I'd like wait, to get wait, not it this in. show. So you're gonna talk about something not for this show, but the next show. But for the next show, because I want us to both prep for it a little bit. Um. I, I want to do something before the end of the year. I'd like to get in uh-huh. one more show in, in December. And uh-huh. I want us to do a year in review. Because I've often said it's, it's so hard to keep track with what's going on in this administration because there's always something going on. So I want us to... We're not going to spend a lot of time on each item. It might just be mainly kind of rattling it off and maybe a brief description. But I want to see if we can come up with each of us can come up with like 20 different things that happened this year. It, it sounds like a year in review lightning round is what you want to do. I kind of do want to do a lightning round. I might I might not be so strict as far as the time, as far as like you have to say it and then move. But so, I, do, I do want to compress a ton of information into our normal time frame of an hour, hour and a half. Okay, so, so first of all, the most important thing here is that the... the title lightning round is not going to work we need to come up with a better title because it's not going to be quite as fast as lightning what is something that is a little bit slower than lightning it's fast but it's a little bit slower than lightning um the cheetah round the the, the, you pick the fastest land animal alive but slower than lightning uh okay fine we'll have a cheetah round the cheetah round uh the Usain Bolt round? You know? <laughs> hmm. I like that. It's a Bolt round. In honor of Usain Bolt, I like that because he's the fastest man ever. Yeah. We'll go with the Usain... The Bolt round. We'll go with the and, Bolt and, and round. The, and the fact that it has 
something similar to lightning. To lightning. I like that. Okay. Yeah. There we it's go. a bolt round. So it's it's the it's the bolt. We'll have for next time we'll have the bolt round. So yeah, so next episode, not this one. This one's shite. But next episode's gonna be great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> next Bye. episode, ladies and gentlemen who religiously listen to this podcast, all of you, we're going to do a year in review bolt round. And we're and Ted and I also, are going to work on coming up. Hopefully, we all come up with different things. We're we're going to endeavor to kind of dig a little deeper. We're not going to just go over the you know the the headlines. We want to get a little deeper. Some of the things that you would have forgotten about easily because they didn't stay in the news very long, and they would have if it was a normal time. But it's not normal anymore. No, they're not. Now uh, I, I'm thinking of a way I could game the system because if we wait till like New Year's Eve. Or like a day before, like New Year's Eve Eve to do this, then everybody, all the news outlets will have already done this, and then it won't take me any effort whatsoever. I'll just have some <laughs> web page, it'll have fifty things. And then there's zero effort involved. And so like if, if we do this December first, chances are I'm gonna have to do the research. So Well, we won't do it December first because that's the Saturday and we're recording this on November okay. twenty seventh. Okay. So this won't even there. this won't even air till after <laughs> December first. You have a you have a point there. So, but maybe we can try to do it like November or December fifteenth, December twentieth, around that time. You know, we, we try to sit down and and and, and record. Well, wait, a minute, hold on a second. When's Christmas this year? Uh, it is uh, December twenty uh, fifth, I think. I don't. know. I'm a Jew, so I don't really follow this. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. When, when's when's Hanukkah? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't even. I'm not a good Jew. I don't follow that either. You, you know. You know. You. I I think you guys would, considering you guys control all of media, you think they would get those dates out a little bit better. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. You, you know, I find out when Hanukkah is. My wife tells me, "Hey, get your ass upstairs and we're lighting candles tonight." That's how I, that's how I find out. <laughs> oh, and I also want to say, since that joke I made was slightly anti-Semitic, I'm calling and claiming my Warsaw Ooh. Ghetto Pass. I got very it nice. in before the end of the year. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Okay, there you go. There now remember, you, go. you got nothing else until I got, January first. I got to I got to behave myself for the rest of this <laughs> podcast in the year review. I think I I think I got it. So and I, I think I'm gonna start um, like re- enacting some Jewish stereotypes and just like baiting. You. I'm gonna bait you. Try to just. Like, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Boy, you try this gefilte fish. You ever try gefilte fish? <laughs> I'm gonna jubate you. Ah, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. no, no, no! Can't say anything. No, 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 no. So, and speaking of bad segues, let's. Uh, you want to do an in memoriam? Of course, because okay. there, there's a big one for us. Uh, I know, uh, I know, I that's... know. Okay, so I got three. I assume I know the one that you're gonna bring up, but let's let's start with the let's start with the. Let, let's start with the, the, the elephant in the room, or should I say the uh, super Jewy Jew in the room. Go ahead. Who died? The Marvel of the room. The uh, Marvel. Mr. Marvel himself, Stan Lee. Uh, or, as he was born, Stanley Lieber. Yes, yeah, Stanley Lieber. Stanley, uh, the godfather of the Marvel Age of Comics. Um, he, with the help of Jack Kirby... Gave us the Fantastic Four. 
the man uh, singularly responsible for preserving my virginity for yeah, many, hope, many, 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 many years. Thank you, Stan Lee, keeping yes. making sure girls stayed away from us. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't our personality or looks. It was the comics. Yeah, we're gonna blame it on Definitely. that. Um, Agreed. But, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, you know, he gave us a Fantastic Four. He helped give us Spider Man, the Incredible Hulk, Iron Man, Daredevil, X Men, Doctor Strange, etc. etc. Everything. Everything that makes a gazillion dollars at the box office today, um, he, he didn't to. do. He did not do single handedly because he's sort of, sort of a no, no, no. And, and 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 there's a lot of argument, and 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 there should be some rightful argument about how Jack Kirby uh, did not get right. the proper credit that he deserved for it. Um, I think in later years, Stan has done a good job of trying to correct that. Um, I don't know. I think there's a there's a faction of fans that will never be quite happy, and always kind of blame him some for that. So you know, he's got some warts in his past as far as as a certain segment of, of fandom goes. But I'm I'm not one of those. I, I I don't I don't want to distract from the good he did by just saying okay he may not have treated his creative partners as best as he should have. He still had a hand in bringing all the these wonderful, wonderful works of, of, of imagination and, and, and heroism to life. And he's inspired, thought, you know, millions of, of kids over the last few generations. So, My first exposure to him that I recall was because he was the narrator of the uh, the cartoons from the early 80s, like Spider-Man yes. and his, his Amazing his Friends. His Amazing Friends, that, yes. So that's where I remember him, like, first learning about him. Mm-hmm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm right there with you. A fire star and ice man, so and his his voice, his his, his voice being the yeah. narrator. And he had a pretty and, and for a for a, a creator, he also had a pretty good narrator voice. Yes, he was very good at marketing himself. It, 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 for for all of his good, he may have done in in, in in helping to create the characters. And people argue again how much he had to do with that. And I'm I'm going to choose that he did have something to do with it. Um, as as much as he contributed with that, it, his his ability to market, not just his product, but himself, was was truly amazing, and th- and that's I, I think led to a lot of the, su- the success of not only him but the product. Uh, his his ability to sell it, to market it, to make people, you know, want to read, want to watch, you know, what he was what he was doing. Um, his <sighs> what else? You know, and just a. We don't belabor it too much longer. We'll, we'll move off of it. But I just want to say also, his social conscience in comics in, in the 60s yeah. was... I mean, the X-Men were, were basically... Um, it was... It was, the civil, was about the civil rights Yeah, movement. it's Martin Luther King and, and Malcolm X, basically, were, were the two, you know, the two figures that Professor X and Magneto are, are modeled after. Um, you know, he... he the Black Panther, <laughs> which we saw become the highest-grossing domestic Marvel movie of all time this past year, and how much that actually it's to. like the third highest period of all time. Yeah, no, but the highest-grossing Marvel movie uh, uh, domestically. Yeah, but for, but but forget yeah. about Marvel. It's like the third highest just movie, oh, oh yeah, dom- no, exactly. domestic it's, movie of all time. Yeah, it's 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 is it higher than Avatar? No, Avatar is number one. It's like, but it's it, it surpassed like Avengers, and I'm not gonna look it up now. But it's it's, it's no, high up there. Yeah, uh, it didn't it did not pass Force Awakens either. I don't think. Mm, it, so it's in the top five then. 
I'm just wondering if it surpassed Titanic. Well, Titanic was six. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, well, it does. Let's uh, just I say tough. I don't you know. Get your point. Yeah, we. Get yeah, your whatever. Point. That's fine. It's tough. That's tough. I, I'd be willing to bet that it's top five. I, I would. Domestic. I would say that's 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 correct. Yes, I think it is. Okay. Well. I assume so. you're looking it up right now. No, I'm not. I'm. Okay. You said don't look it up. So. <laughs> yeah, but when do you ever listen to me? Never. So I'm gonna look exactly. it up. <laughs> exactly. No, but, but I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's um. Okay. We lost a we lost a giant. So he was a giant in comic books. Um, can we? I got a couple more because we got a lot of stuff to cover. So I got two more in memoriams. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so this is uh, not on par with Stanley, but if we're talking about like the Hulk, big green, big and green, um, then we have to mention. Now I've never even heard this name before in my life, but we all know. What it is, because we just had Thanksgiving, and she was the inventor of the green bean casserole. Her name was Dorcas Riley. That's right. Her name was Dorcas. Dorcas Riley. And she really? Invented the green, yeah, she invented the green bean casserole. She just passed away. You didn't hear about this? I did not, no. So, uh, that's sort of a little Americana right there. It's worth noting, uh, having a slight little remembrance of her. And uh, my question is... Um, when she died, I, I, I was wondering what they did with her. Was she buried or, or cremated? I can only assume that she was cremated and her ashes were mixed with some cream of mushroom soup and put in a casserole dish. But I don't know. I'd have to do some research on that. <laughs> you, you're, <laughs> you're, you're on a roll tonight, man. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. Ooh. But, uh, I, okay, finally. I, I can feel the ranks of Team Darren just burgeoning with every podcast <laughs> that we do. Why, 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 why am I not getting anybody Team Ted? Because, because it was rude or because it wasn't funny? I was going Both. more, more rude. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> who did I, wait, who did I offend? Oh, you were a misogynist last podcast, remember? I got all the women? Right, but I just picked, it's this, this person who happened to be a woman. She no, died, no, she, no, I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm rolling off of what happened with the last podcast. It's I don't it's, even remember. It's, it's so long ago. It's transitional. It's it's I think it's uh, self-referential here at this point. Do they call that uh, meta? I don't know. Is that meta? What is meta? I I'm old. Know. I don't know what meta is. It's kind of self-referential. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, fine. Okay. So we got Mr. Stanley. We got Dorcas Riley. And finally, um, I didn't know the name, but he was kind of a giant. Uh, are you familiar with the the writer uh, William Goldman? Oh, yes, yes, that was a big one. Uh, Princess Bride, Butch Cassidy, the Sundance Kid. Absolutely. Well, yeah, um, Marathon Man. Yes, yes. Now, there's a lot, there's a lot of, I'm look, I have in front of it, like, there's a lot of screenplays where, like, he adapted the book. Because, like, he wrote the screenplay for Misery, but obviously Stephen King did that. Uh, All the President's Men, he adapted that, but based upon a book. But he won an Academy Award for that. But, um, like, Butch Cassidy, the Sundance Kid. Marathon Man, Princess Bride were all based on his own works. They were completely yeah. original. Yeah, yeah, he was quite a writer. Uh, Princess Bride is one of my favorite movies from the eighties. It's a great movie. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of people's favorites. So uh, worth mentioning. Um, he was, if you just look at his credits, just a giant, giant in writing, screenwriting, yeah. screenwriting and otherwise. Absolutely, absolutely. Mr. William Goldman. Yes. That's... Uh, so that's our in memoriam. Do you have anybody uh, else? There, 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 there was one more that dropped today, and I'm, I'm blanking on his name because this is. This is pop culture post 
my childhood, so I didn't really watch this much. So I'm blanking on the gentleman's name. I apologize. But the creator of SpongeBob SquarePants died today. Oh yeah, I saw that. That's right. Yeah, yeah age I don't know his name either, fifty-seven. But... He had ALS, which is just just awful. Oh, but... yeah, it's yeah. awful. Yeah, uh, but he passed away. I think his first name was Stephen, and I'm sorry, I'm blanking on his last name. Um, but uh, that's another one. I know. You're doing. Know... It's kind of hard to have an in memoriam if you don't actually remember his name. Well, I know that there might be audience members that grew up on SpongeBob. I did not. I was too old for Sp- SpongeBob, so it was never. A big part of my life but you know there might be younger viewers where it where it is and i i want to at least pay respects to the man even if i don't quite remember who he is because i never really heard of him until today but how respectful is it really when you're trying to remember a guy and you don't remember his name uh <laughs> so I, f- I feel like we'd have to actually change the name of the segment not to be immemorial but like uh talking about that dead guy I think that would be a more appropriate segment for people who we actually can't name their names. We're talking about that dead guy. Okay, hey, that well, guy who did SpongeBob just died. Well, I did get his first name. I did say was, he. It was Stephen. It was Stephen. Stephen Hillenberg. Stephen Hillenberg. I did get his first name. I did say, uh, uh, you know, he died of ALS. I even think I got the age right. I think I said fifty-seven. So, you know, I I. I, I Spent enough time, I guess, today learning about him for the first place. It's funny that you got all the minor details, but not just that one important. I detail. got his first name. I got the, <laughs> I just didn't get the last name. You're right, because how common is a name like Stephen? <laughs> would you rather me have just not said? Would it? Would it have been better to not say anything? Is that what you're saying? Just um, to breeze past it. <laughs> just to completely ignore the man and his is no his, uh... i'm actually glad i'm glad you mentioned it because um i was able to make a giant amount of fun of you for this bit so i'm, I'm really glad actually that you mentioned it i was able to humiliate you so by all means i'm, I'm not i'm not the least bit humiliated i am a caring individual that gave a memoriam to a man who passed that created a cartoon i've never watched and his name is Steven something. His so, name is Steven. Let me let me just dedicate this in memoriam to in memoriam to Steven something. <laughs> Steven Hillenberg. <laughs> Hillenberg. Now I'm gonna remember his name forever. So. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, or at least till tomorrow. We, can, let's close up our in memoriam, and uh, you want to talk about our. Uh, We'll talk about Asian domination. We had that last week. We got another oh, one. Oh yeah, yeah, we've got another one. You want to go ahead and start yours? I, I had. I want, I want to start because the general theme of of Asian domination last week was the Chinese are going. To, they're on the rise, and they're going to beat us because they don't give a fuck. And it was only proven this week because some Chinese scientist. Um. He was the first. I, this hasn't been proven yet, so maybe he's just. Uh, it could be bullshit, but the new story was that. First of all, are you familiar with CRISPR? You ever heard of CRISPR? Uh, the restaurant? No. Okay. Not CRISPRs. CRISPR, it's an acronym. It's basically a gene editing tool. It's a it's really oh, okay. awesome modern okay. gene editing tool, CRISPR. They've been doing amazing things ever since. Actually, it was invented by a lady, and I can't remember her name. Oh, oh, oh. Now who's the asshole? Not me, because she's not dead. You should still know her name. She invented CRISPRs. That's a great restaurant. <laughs> um, so it's, it's CRISPR, and it's a gene 
it's uh, gene editing, and uh, this this um, this this Chinese scientist said that he used gene editing on a human embryo for the first time in order to remove uh, susceptibility to HIV, and the embryo was brought to term, and t t I think twin girls were born, having been edited, gene edited. Hmm. And so the Chinese are win winning, and they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. That's my Asian domination. What's yours? Oh, wow. It links right into that as far as Asian, or not China, not giving a fuck. Because this one was... To me, really big. Starting in 2021, China is going to introduce a social ranking system based on starting from data on the social standing of the residents starting in 2020. And I guess basically they're going to judge their 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 citizens on, on I guess, certain benchmarks, certain uh, behaviors and... In 2021, they're going to implement this program, and if you have violated laws, you know some of these social behaviors or codes or whatever, they're going to start restricting services to you. You may not even let you travel. It's, right, it's, I heard about this. Yeah, it's 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 this entire system where your behavior dictates what the government allows you to do. And not just in a criminal sense, but in right, a but things like, I think social like sense. Smoking where you're not supposed to, or jaywalking stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I think I think everything, um, any anything that can be measured, they're going to measure and 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 use that to 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 form a a, a whole system that, that that dictates what your standing is in that society. Uh, I mean, we do have a credit score over here. Yes, yes, we do have a credit score, um, but that doesn't say you can't travel. I mean, but, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, though, if you have bad credit, uh, you're going to be able to purchase a ticket? Um, you, could, you can ruin your credit. You can come into money after you've ruined your credit and ba pay everything in cash. Um, I guess. I mean, it's sort yeah, of an indirect I mean, sort of thing. It's not yeah. just direct kind of... Restricting travel, restricting right, like right. buying or little, maybe living somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, there's there's people who actually never had an issue so much with money. Very recently, they ended up with houses that were underwater. They owed well more on their house than it was worth, and so they walked away, ruining their credit. But they were never actually, financially speaking, in any type of 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 uh, turmoil. They were still making maybe decent money, but they just were not going to throw good money after a bad investment. So let me ask you this. How is this Asian domination? Um, how is this... Wait, how is this the Chinese beating us? Because CRISPR and whatever the hell else we talked about last week was about them beating us. How, wait, how did... This is just them um, changing their society. Well, not... Uh, gene splicing doesn't necessarily beat us. Uh, I, well, let's that's put a this way. No, no, that's a technological advance that... You, you you don't you don't think a social code that's going to get over a billion people to act in a uniform fashion is something that could be very threatening to the rest of the world? I well, no, because they're already a communist society that controls their population. They restrict free speech. Um, 
Yes, but this this is starting to to get into I I would say more intricate levels of that. It's it's starting to tighten those controls, and I think if their citizenry is buying into it, then they are going to it it becomes more of a of a unified mind and unified action for the largest and most populous country on the planet. What do you mean if their citizens are buying into it? They're not a free society. The citizens don't get to decide if that's a good or bad idea. It's just something that is put, foisted, is that, am I using this word correctly, foisted upon them? They have this word in the English language called revolution. You know, it does happen. <laughs> Tyrannical societies don't always last if the people revolt. Don't you think maybe they would have revolted already? Uh, no, given because the the great was it, uh, and I still can't remember the genocide of the nineteen sixties, the Great Leap Forward. Sorry, remember we talked about last week the Great Leap Forward. Yes, the but, worst mass murder in that, history. Modern that history. Chi- that China is different than this China. This China is yes, it's very authoritarian. It's still a communist government, but they have integrated capitalistic ideas into their society. They've brought up the average income and the average life, and they brought up the income, and the lifestyle of the average Chinese citizen. They have kind of given them the quote-unquote breads and circuses that tend to make a happy populace that makes them more susceptible to control. Mm. I mean, I agree because as long as we have our have uh, food and we have our smartphones, you're not going to see people marching the streets over here. You really don't too much, <laughs> but. Uh, well, really, the result of, of this discussion is two things. Number one, I'm thinking that it should be called Chinese domination, the Chinese domination segment. Yeah. <laughs> and and second, second of all, it's not domination because I don't, just, I don't agree. The, the idea that they're having a, in, in six years, they're going to have a, a social credit score. No, it's two years, dude. It's not even six years. Oh, I thought you said um, 2024. No, by 2021. Oh, sorry. I thought you said twenty twenty four. Oh, yeah, no, twenty twenty one. Um, the idea—I don't see how that's domination. So this is just the Chinese discussion segment, basically. That's been another. This has been another edition of the <laughs> Chinese discussion segment. No, I, I, I disagree. I, I think this could be very problematic for us. I do. I, I, I don't, I don't think this is as. I mean, because people in America are going to see that and go, "Wow, that sounds like a great idea." No, it doesn't. I'm not saying that at all. I'm I'm more worried about a Chinese society that is is so single-minded and single-driven that they'll get to the point where they can accomplish whatever they want, whenever they want. And then we're doomed. Possibly. All right, so uh, we're doomed. That's just that's, that's the bottom line here. We're doomed. So I just want to say to all of our Chinese brothers and sisters, ni hao. Ni hao. Ni hao. That means hello in Mandarin. That's uh, probably a good thing to learn. So. <laughs> uh. Being a Jew, you tend to want to uh, know how to greet your in- invaders or your dominators. Like, oh, the Chinese invaded. Ni hao. Ni hao. <laughs> I make it sound like meow. <laughs> You've just you've just insulted a billion and a half people. They're gonna kill us all anyway. It's okay. Yeah, whatever. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, what else is going on? What else are we talking about? I mean, I got tons more stuff. You want to bring up something? You got anything before I throw something else out? Uh, why don't we go over the Thanksgiving holiday? You're ready to talk about Thanksgiving, or do you want to have you want to have like a quick little thing? Because I mean, I have like a, I have a Thanksgiving related story. Yeah, you want to talk about that, or do you want to? Can I squeak in? Do you want to? Do I'll tell you what. I'm hemmed and hawed. I've danced. I've waffled. I've rubioed. Let me just throw in a little <laughs> house cleaning, okay? Okay, let's do some. Cleaning. out. All right, sure. Let's do it. Okay, so first, I mean, maybe we should talk about just throw out the social media stuff. Okay, uh, uh, social medias. Uh, we're still looking for a listener prime. So you can contact us at DarrenandTed at gmail.com. Wait, wait, wait. You said at DarrenandTed at gmail.com. That's no, really going to confuse I said you people. can contact us at DarrenandTed at gmail.com. Wait a minute. So there's the two at signs in the email address? is DarrenandTed <laughs> at gmail.com. Oh, okay. Now I understand. Yes. I was so confused. D A R I N A N D T E D. At gmail.com. There's only or follow one us on Twitter at WhatAboutNowPod. <laughs> Facebook at WhatAboutNowPod. You can instant message or you can contact us through those two social media outlets. We'll, we'll, we would love to hear from you. <laughs> so hold on. Facebook at WhatAboutNowPod. Is there an at sign in that? Or are you just saying contact us at and then... Is there an at sign? I'm confused because you keep blending the word and the at sign. The word at and the at sign. So I'm really confused how you contact us. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're the only one confused, man. <coughs> God, man. How uh, is contact us at what about or how is contact us at Darren and Ted at Gmail? Maybe, maybe you would say. Email us at the following address, darrenandted at gmail.com. Um, contact, us, contact us on Twitter and Facebook at the following handle, at whataboutnowpod. I'm bored. I'm eating M&M's now. Okay. What flavor? Um, I have crunchy raspberry. Oh, that's like one of those weird seasonal kind yeah. of shit. They were clearing them out, so I bought a bag. I think they're going a little bit overboard on the... Yeah, M&M's. they're not bad. They're not bad. Have you had the Have you ever had the strawberry nut ones? No, I have not. They're delightful. I don't even <laughs> like strawberry candies, and they're delightful. And um, I mean, this would be a perfect segue into my vasectomy, but we'll talk about nuts more nuts later. <laughs> uh, so let's go back. Uh, so we did our social media. Do you want? Are we ready to do the? Um, the phrase of pay. So we we're looking for a ris- listener prime to contact us. Listener primes basically just want somebody to like sort of be a a, a a minimal part of the show, maybe settle settle arguments. But how, what's the phrase of pays? Is it too soon? No, no, I can do phrase that pays. It, what's the phrase of pays? It's going to be in honor of Stan the Man Lee. The oh. phrase that the phrase that pays this week is Excelsior. Ooh, very nicely. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what else? So then I wanted to just uh, talk about something from last podcast. It, it was an integral part of the last episode. In fact, the name of the last episode was Dedicated to Bruce Johnston. Oh, okay. I, fig- I figure I would take this moment just <clears throat> to share a very minimum amount of information about Bruce Johnson. Wait, just one before you go into that, are we going to name this episode this this episode of the podcast dedicated to Stephen what's his name? 
No, because that would be repeating yourself. And also, I, I never really cared for SpongeBob. <laughs> I, I, I really like. No, I really but, like but I, I was Manilow. thinking. No, I was thinking that the name of the episode would be dedicated to Stephen. What's his name? Not his real name, but Stephen. What's his name? Oh no, no, I understood what you meant. It seems <laughs> okay. like. Um, no, but it's just we would be repeating ourselves. But I like the way you think. Sometimes repeating the joke can be funny. <clears throat> Dedicated to Steven, what's his name? Um, so Bruce Johnston, songwriter, musician, but we've talked about how he's known uh, as the writer of I Write the Songs, mm-hmm. made famous by Barry Manilow, of which he actually won a Grammy for, Bruce okay. Johnston won a Grammy for, okay. but... He's better known as a member of the of a band. Now let me let me see if I'm pronouncing this correctly. It's called the um, Beach Beach Boys. Is that how you pronounce that? The he the yes. Beach Boys. He's a member of the fucking Beach Boys. Really? Yes. Bruce John. It's not. It's Bruce Johnson of the Beach Boys. Oh. He was a member of the '60s, and he's been a he's been a member on and off. For like fifty years, you remember the Beach Boys? I only know like the Wilsons, you know Brian and Dennis Wilson, <laughs> Al Jardine, Mike Love, Bruce Johnston. Who's a member of the fucking Beach Boys? All right, hey, did that make you run out and pull out Pet Sounds and play it? No, fuck Pet Sounds. <laughs> no, he he um like he was one of I think he replaced something weird like he replaced Glenn Campbell or something as their bass player like okay. and he played with them in the early days and then he left and then he came back in the 70s but uh, he's been with them for years and years oh here it is like right here basically um, he was with the Beach Boys from 65 to 72 okay I think those were some pretty good years right yeah he yeah. left and they came back in 78 so except for except for five years in the 70s. He was with the Beach Boys from 65 until now. So, when was the first Beach Boys album, though? Uh, oh, God, you make me look this up. <laughs> uh, Jesus. When was the first Beach Boys album? Okay, the Beach Boys. The Beach Boys. Okay, he was starting in 65. The Beach Boys got together in... They, they peaked, it says, 62 to 67. Okay, so... So, they started getting bigger around 62... And they formed they formed five years before this, so like, like right in the middle of their peak years, he joined. Okay, okay. Um, Le- left, left, came back. And right now, right now, if you go see the Beach Boys, uh, the the primary members are like Mike Love and Bruce Johnston. Okay. Um, like I think because then like you know the rift right where like half of them tour like Brian will I think like Brian Wilson and Al Jardine or something. Okay. Tour and then like you got Mike Love who owns the name and still tours under the Beach Boys. They get together. They got together for the fiftieth anniversary. Okay. But, oh, speaking of which, since we're talking about musicians, I gotta I gotta mention this. But are you a fan of ELO? Uh yeah, I like ELO. Yeah, Jeff Lynne. Yeah. Uh, um, did you know they're doing this massive North American tour next year? I know. I would like to go. So do I. <laughs> we should go. We should. I mean. So you come up here, might come down there. Uh, well, ha- well, are they they are touring down here then, correct? Because I think at yes, one point they were coming. No, they're coming to two shows in South Florida: Sunrise and Tampa, I think. Hmm. 
Okay. And then they're coming to a show. They're going to be in DC. Okay. And uh, I, I was very disappointed because they did a limited tour this year, and the, one of the shows was Philadelphia, and I missed that one. I wanted to go, but I missed it. And I was very disappointed because I love Yellow. And the next year they tour, and I'm definitely going to go to one of the shows. Very excited about. Apparently, it was it was a very successful tour, and I mean, oh, so excited! Big. I'm a big Yellow fan. Okay. Okay. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a big ELO, ELO fan. I, I guess I'm a, a medium-sized ELO fan. Medium-sized. Yeah. So you're a medium-sized fan, but I'm a huge fan of Jeff uh, something. Jeff Jeff something or other, yeah. Je- Jeff something, yeah. Jeff something. <laughs> Jeff Lynn? <laughs> yes, it's Jeff Lynn. <laughs> Rock and roll fame. And then, and then a member, you know, member of the Traveling Wilburys. Uh-huh. The the what the band who actually all five members are also in individually in the Rock and Roll in, in Hall of Fame. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yes, yes, absolutely. And uh, only two of them are still alive. You got him and uh, Dylan, the only Dylan, one, yeah, only ones left. Yeah, sad but true. Uh, heck. But uh, Orbison died while while they were you know starting that. So. <laughs> yeah, because like they made the sad video with the empty rocking chair. That was sad. That made me sad. Still makes me it sad. Was sad. It was sad. I miss Roy Orbison. He'd probably be like 108 now, but I still miss him. Um. Yeah, I have a little comedy bit I call "Dead by Now." Can I do my? Can I do my little? Is it appropriate for me to just interject to like a two-minute comedy bit that I wrote ages ago that maybe someone would get a kick out of? I call it "Dead by Now." Go for it. Go for it. All right. Now let me let me see if I remember it because I might totally screw this up because it's been a while, but. <clears throat> Um, this is a game that I like to play. It's called Dead by Now. This is this is how this is how it goes. These are the rules. Okay. So I remember I remember when I was in fifth grade, man, we had this teacher. Her name was Mrs. Thornburg. And we love Mrs. Thornburg. She was so cool. She was a kind of a cranky old lady, but she was a lot of fun. But back then, she was really old. She was like in her sixties, and we're talking about the early eighties. She's gotta be dead by now. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. And uh and I remember remember back when I was younger I had this puppy also back in the eighties. I had this, I had a puppy named Sparky. He was one of my first dogs. I mean I love I absolutely love Sparky. We had him for a couple years. Um but then we moved, we had to get rid of him. Okay. He's gotta be dead by now. Sure. I remember uh I remember uh, oh my first girlfriend. My first girlfriend Shelly. She my girl my girlfriend in high school and she loved puppies. She used to have like like pictures of pup, like oh, puppies, like all kinds of posters of puppies in a raw man. Man, I wonder what would happen to Shelly. I have not talked to her in years. I can't imagine what she is up to nowadays. Wait, 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 what? No, you're kidding me. She can't be dead by now. What? Oh, God. Shit, I mean, we were the same age. Ooh, we were the same age. That, that really makes you think. Man, my mom. My mom is going to be really upset. My mom really likes Shelly. I'm gonna have to tell my mom. Um, yeah, my mom. My mom. No, no, my mom. She's doing great. She's doing great. She's in her 80s. She's alive and well, doing great, doing just fine. <sighs> Picture of health. <sighs> She's probably gonna live forever. Uh, why isn't she dead by now? And that concludes dead by now. Anyways. The podcasts don't really convey the cringing <laughs> that I was doing during that. <laughs> That's because you knew Shelly. 
Yes, the physical, visible cringing I was doing with that. Oh. That's not being conveyed by the podcast, but ladies and gentlemen, See, I was cringing. <laughs> were you cringing because of, of Shelly or just in general? Uh, I think the Shelly thing drove it home, drove it home for me. Uh, really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so. That yeah, was dead. La- then, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Ted's first girlfriend is dead, actually. So, yeah. But, but, <laughs> but, I, did, I didn't kill her. That we know of. No, no, no. I, if, you know what, humor is a way to, uh, to move past things. I was very upset when I first heard about it. Uh, but let's see, what, tragedy plus time equals comedy. And so it's been quite some time. <laughs> okay. And, um,. <laughs> You, you, Anywho, you 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 your jokes usually do have the tragedy component. The time is a little variable yeah. on some of your stuff. <laughs> it's been a couple years, but uh, oh, anyway, think, so I'm thinking of a California joke at the beginning of the podcast, but <laughs> it was not really a joke. Yeah, that's for sure. Oh jeez. <laughs> well, at least I'm not mis forgetting to mention like guy's last name or having an in memoriam it's right there you're supposed to remember it's called in memoriam you dumb fuck <laughs> i had never heard of the guy before and i wasn't reading it because somebody gets upset when i read stuff off of the flipping the pad there <laughs> <sighs> anyway so we're, i'm going we're back to with... reading shit fuck you i'm gonna read whatever i want <laughs> <laughs> well why don't you start by <sighs> reading Something about Thanksgiving? You want to talk about Thanksgiving? Uh, sure. Mine was actually completely and totally uneventful, which is actually a shame because, you know, the best stories come from the, uh, the, uh, really eventful, really, uh, See, I, dramatic. I completely, I completely disagree. Really? If you're a good, if you're a good writer, if you're a good comedian... You find comedy in the mundane. It's just a matter of noticing things. Okay. Because, because I, I'm going to tell, hopefully, a funny story about my Thanksgiving. I'm going to tell a little funny story about my vasectomy. And it's probably... In terms well, of vasectomy... vasectomy in term, it's not ahead. really mundane, is it? But you know what? A lot of guys have gotten them. It's like the most common male birth oh, control. Okay, okay. No, uh, no, no, let me tell you, let me tell you something. All right. Here's a good example of perspective means everything. If you're the surgeon performing the vasectomy, it's mundane because you've done dozens, hundreds of them. If you're the guy getting the vasectomy, it is not mundane at all. Because All right, fine. <laughs> so this is a matter of perspective. And since you're coming from the perspective of the one that got the vasectomy, this is not a mundane task. Okay, I'll give you I'll give you that a vasectomy is not mundane. Also, actually I was wrong. Um You I don't think yada I was, yada I, yada over a vasectomy, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually I think the vasectomy is not the most common male birth control. It's the most common uh, male elective surgical procedure. I think if I'm rem- if I'm remembering that correctly. <laughs> Um, but you're right, it's not mundane, but like a Thanksgiving drive. I think the most common yeah. male birth control is NFL football, but you know, that's just me. Uh, I thought we determined it was reading comic books. Oh, that too. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead, let's talk about Thanksgiving. Let's meander just a little bit, go ahead. 
Um, mine was was rather uneventful. I worked Thanksgiving Day, uh, then drove two hours north to my house and uh, sat down and had a nice meal and listened to my mother and mother-in-law talk all night long, never stopping to breathe. Were they drinking? No. If they were drinking, they'd be entertaining. They just talk. That's the problem. And talk. You got a spike. You got a spike. You got to spike the drinks. Spike the drinks. (laughs) My uh, my mother's boyfriend is is a nice man. He's uh, he's a man in his early nineties. He's he is Jewish. Oh, Oh, why does that matter? Why do you have to bring? He's just a guy. He's not a Jewish guy. He's just a guy. What 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 is it? Why is that so significant? Uh, I thought it would relate to you because you were Jewish as well. Does he have any stereotypes that you're not allowed to make fun of? Because you have no more uh, Warsaw get a pass. <laughs> um, I would assume that if somebody were so inclined to make fun of such stereotypes, that he would probably fit a few of them. But since I <laughs> no longer do that, then I couldn't tell you. <laughs> By the way, you said he's in his nineties. Well, that's what us Jews call a middle age. <laughs> but uh. Poor guy couldn't get an edge where he was just sitting at the table all night long <laughs> with a little glass of wine just sitting there. He could not get a word in edgewise. Which is which is weird because if you're a Jewish man, did, did was he a, a widower? Yes, he's a widower. Yes. And was he married to a Jewish lady? I, I'm assuming so. Yes. So I would imagine that if you had been married to a Jewish woman for many, many, many years, that you would have a lot of practice of. Trying to get in a word edgewise because of the way that Jewish women talk, and so I would think that if he was have, he was there with two non-Jewish women, uh, you know. But I couple, but couple, I think if he was married, I think if he was married for a long time, then he probably learned at some point to just give up, and I think that's yeah. pretty much been instilled in him. He's like, don't even try, not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, you'll get there, my friend. <laughs> I still have a fight. So still have some fight in me, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, you know, it, it it hasn't it hasn't been long enough yet. So now that you now that you have two daughters and you're completely outnumbered, eh, give it give it some time. <laughs> yeah, but I can still um, discipline them. They, it's, it's, I can still tell them to shut up. Like it's you know I can't do that to the wife, but like the kids, I can I still have authority. I'm I, I just I'm hanging out by a thread. <laughs> Of my authority, my authority over my children. So. Yeah, sure you do. But what else? What else? Thanksgiving. Oh, that that was really it. It was it was a it was a nice quiet Thanksgiving. Um, just wait. I thought you you just said they talked and talked and talked. How was it a nice quiet Thanksgiving? Well, it, it was quiet that nobody fought. <laughs> there was no fights. Nobody stormed out of the house. Nobody had an argument. Those are Thanksgivings I've had in the past. That did not happen yeah. this time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I I remember uh, the Thanksgiving when my first daughter was was when my wife was pregnant with uh with our first daughter and we decided to unveil it on Thanksgiving Day. We had a um, house full of of guests, people that that you wouldn't even normally come to the Thanksgiving. We we opened it up to a lot of people, uh, and um. My mother-in-law decided to get into a fight with her husband about something, and I just interjected him and, and said, "You know, hey, calm down. You know, it's not. Let's not do this. Calm down." And she 
basically said, like, fuck you to my face and stormed out of the house. And well, you won because she was gone. And no, no, because we were about ready to make the announcement. And so because I cared about my wife's feelings during all this, <laughs> I I followed her out there and told her, like, in no uncertain terms, listen, I don't care if you stay or go. Really. You come in here and you treat me in my house like that, you can leave for all I care. But your daughter has something important she wants to say today, and she wants you there. So you can stay out here and you can stew for a while, and you make the decision to come in or don't come in. But if you don't come in, you're going to miss out on it. Simple as that. What you do no longer concerns me. So what you do? <laughs> she stayed out there for another five, ten minutes and came in. So no no drama, just kind of hanging out. Yeah, yeah, it was good. No, fr- no friends over. Tell me about the food. Uh traditional, just you know the turkey thing, you know the turkey stuffing, potatoes, green bean casserole. Yes, oh. in, in honor of Dorcas. Dorcas. We had Dorcas. Green bean casserole. We had three types of pies. We had pumpkin pie. We had blueberry pie. Ooh. And we had chocolate pie. Oh my god, tell me about the chocolate pie. <laughs> it, was, it was just, it wasn't super fancy. It was basically kind of like that chocolate pudding type filling with, uh, oh, yeah. with, a chocolate, oh, yeah. with a chocolate graham cracker crust and uh, oh, god, a little whipped yeah. cream. You don't, you don't mind if I take my pants off while you're just grabbing <laughs> <the food>. Yeah, I kind of do. <laughs> Wait, talk, talk. Okay, can you just talk a little bit slower? Mmm, chocolate. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That, that nice, that nice, dirty voice. Chocolate, chocolate pie. I, I, oh. I'm getting a little worried that I might be turning you on. <laughs> <laughs> can we actually name this episode? Tell me about the chocolate pie. Works for me. <laughs> it's food related. Works Tell me about me. the chocolate pie. Works for me. <laughs> oh, so keep going, I, l- lest I interrupt. Uh, keep telling me about the chocolate pie. It uh, my my uh, my it was fluffy. And Did you use a fork or a spoon? Fork. I used a fork. Okay. So mm, it was chocolate pie. Thick and fluffy. And what about chocolatey. what about what were the other pies? What you said, pumpkin and what else? Uh, blueberry. Blueberry pie. Now, I've always had this fantasy about putting a piece of chocolate pie and a piece of blueberry pie in my mouth at the same time, if you know what I mean. <laughs> did, you do, did you do that? No, I did not. Because uh. <coughs> I'm not sure I know what you mean. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, two pieces of pie at the same time. Wow. <laughs> That's how you get the diabetes. <laughs> and what about, did you maybe have some chocolate pie at the same time you had, like, like, uh, um, maybe, like, some sort of sausage in your mouth at the same time, like some sort of bratwurst or something? Because, you know, eating a sausage and some pie at the same time, no, it's but, not unheard of. But it's funny that you say that, because, <laughs> because we went to Epcot on Saturday following Thanksgiving. And uh, we ended up going to eat at the German buffet over in Epcot. We went to the beer garden yes. at Epcot. Very nice. Where, Very nice. where? Let me tell you something. I don't know how those fuckers invaded anything, 
because <laughs> I got so fucking full at the buffet. I was more full at the buffet than I was at Thanksgiving. I did not overeat at Thanksgiving. I overate and overdrank at the buffet at Epcot. I ordered. They oh, have man. this thing called a Schoferhofer. It's a grapefruit beer that they serve. It's really good. I cannot stand grapefruit. I will not eat grapefruit. I don't like the oh, taste. Oh, for shame. But the grapefruit beer is fantastic. My and, favorite soda is grapefruit soda. I, well, the grapefruit beer was fantastic. And let me tell you something. I ordered it in a liter size. Now, I stopped and I'm drinking this liter of beer. And I drank the whole thing. And I'm stopping and I'm thinking to myself, looking at this giant liter-sized mug of grapefruit beer, I'm like, there is no way in hell that I would ever take a two-liter bottle of soda, pour half of it in a cup, and drink it in one sitting. There's no way I would ever do that. But here I am drinking a liter of beer like it's a badge of fucking honor. Yeah, but you could, like, walk around the world while you're doing that. Well, let me tell you something. I ate so much... I, I, did, I just ate so much in that buffet with, with... And it was all heavy. It was like beef and pork schnitzel and sauerkraut and potatoes all kinds of potatoes roasted german potatoes so much food and then i went to desserts i got black forest cake and like this berry compote and uh uh, i can't remember what else i had Uh, i was like was it uh, like a little cheesecake i can't remember but i just had so much food i was like how did these fuckers dominate europe i don't i like i can't i couldn't even i had to walk it was at the end of the night and we had to walk back there's and a, I almost didn't answer. make it. I almost did not finish walking the park. I almost like just fell on the ground and said, leave me here. Let the Mickey people sweep me up with the rest of the refuse. I can't make it back. I'm too full. <laughs> so uh, what you have to eat right after that? <laughs> Crystal. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. To, to answer your question, to answer your question. It's because all the Nazis, the troops were on speed, dude. Come on. Oh, okay, okay. I should have done... They were all doing amphetamines. Oh, my God. I did not go to the cocaine bar while we were at the buffet. That's the problem. <laughs> Shit. No, no, not cocaine. Amphetamines. Oh, no, 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 no. oh okay, okay, okay. No, they weren't invading in 1970s fucking... Uh, <laughs> oh, what is the goddamn the disco club from New York City? <laughs> Studio, Studio 50. They weren't fucking... Inv- they weren't invading <laughs> Studio 54 in the 1960s. Are you sure? I'm not sure of anything. I'm not sure of anything, but good for you. Good for you. By the way, um, I think I've eaten in like half the rest of the, the, the countries at Epcot. That loves me some Epcot. Uh, we, we have, let's see, we've done Morocco. Uh, oh, yeah, twice. We've, we've done Germany. Uh, we've done... No, a- fuck them. Next. <laughs> We've done England. No, didn't do that one. Um, Wait, they actually have food in England? Yeah, yeah. It's called the Rose and Crown Pub. So. Oh, okay. Uh, we've done uh, we've done the, the, the smaller little outside one at Mexico. We haven't done, like, the big restaurant in Mexico. We didn't. Oh, we did the Mexican restaurant. We've done Mexico. We've done Norway. We've done Morocco. We've done Japan. Oh, I've done I've done Norway. I've done Norway. That was the Princess yeah. Banquet. Yeah, we did Norway. Yeah. Um, I have not done Japan yet. Not at Epcot. Yeah, Japan is pretty cool. Um, I'm doing France think... in January. France? Now, which which one? Because there's one upstairs. It's like the 
it's like the only five star restaurant in the park or like Disney or something. It's a- if you want, if you want to go to France, you go to the one that's upstairs, and it's the best French meal I've ever had. Is that the Monsieur uh, Philippe or whatever it's called? I, I don't know, but there's it's there's one called Le Chefs de France, and then there's one called Monsieur something or other. I don't know, but you'd have to look at the guide. It's like it's the one that's like four star or instead of three star, and it's like the most expensive, and it's on the second floor. Okay, okay. Now I was trying to get into uh, Le Cellier. That's the Canadian steakhouse in Canada. Yeah, I, w- I wanted to do that one too, I, but I, I did not have the. Uh, dude, I, I like I said, I booked it this past week. I was booking it this past week for the first week in January. It's already booked. I couldn't get in. You gotta, yeah, you gotta be way yeah. in advance. Yeah, so, so we're not doing that one. I want to, but we're not doing that one. So. I think I think I did Italy. I just can't remember if I've done Italy or not. I have not done Italy. My wife has. She wasn't that impressed with it before. She said, she said it was not much different than Olive Garden. I don't. I don't think I have, but like. France was amazing. Morocco's great. Japan was pretty good. Mexico was pretty good. Um, yeah. Eating around the world, yeah. And then, of course, if, like every year when they have the food and wine fest, and you, well, you have to do it I, twice because like you start, you have to go clockwise one day and counterclockwise. Yeah, yeah. Other, no, we, I've done the food and wine fest a couple different times, and we, we did it again this year, and uh, that's, that's always an amazing, amazing. Yeah. Uh, saw a living color. <laughs> that was great seeing them again. Are they still around? They are still around, and um, we saw them. Uh, they do <clears throat> they do three shows. They do like a five o'clock, a seven o'clock, and like an eight thirty show. And each show is only like five songs, so they they, they right. do quick sets. Um, dude, they're still fantastic. They are still fantastic, and it's it's. It's the same. It's the same lineup. It's Corey Glover and Vernon Reed and, and Will Calhoun on drums. Here's the thing: I never really was a fan of them to begin with. So, oh, I I always was, and and they they sound fantastic. Um, very much more interactive in a, in an area like that than you know at a regular show. So, I was right. literally like five feet away from Corey Glover at one point because he came out into the audience and stuff like that. So, that's um, cool. Yeah, it really really good. Um. They, they, did you did you like heckle and be like, "Do homie the clown"? <laughs> no, actually, I did tell them to play a song, and they played it in the next set, so it was great. <laughs> really? Yeah. What song? Uh, there's a song off their second album called uh, "Type," which I really like, and uh, they played cool. it in the next set. So I don't know if they heard me or not. They may have just been scheduled to play it, but I'd like to think I contributed. <laughs> All right. Well, so good for you. Yeah, but it was um. They were really good. I went and saw them all three times because they played, they played some. They played a different set every single time, with the exception of this is three. Wait, this was three different nights or all in the same. It was all in the same night. It was all the same night. They do three different shows of five songs in each each show. They always closed it with Cult of Personality, but every the four four of the you know other four songs were all different. So I pretty much got to see an entire concert of nice yeah now did they dedicate the cult of personality to our current president or no no they did not they they that's they, too controversial for disney they well uh honestly yeah uh they they have a i don't know if you you saw the story recently there was a, a man that has been banned from uh the disney parks for life <gasps> 
Oh my god. Because I guess on uh, Splash Mountain or something like that, he held up a sign that said Trump 2020. Uh, and oh, okay. Well, that's okay. I don't agree with him, so that's okay. <laughs> no, no. But but the Disney was very. They they, they they explained it very very well in their their explanation. He apparently had had a warning before for similar things, and this was his second infraction. And so they banned him for life. And their their thing is their their statement was, we don't allow any type of political discourse here, or we don't like allow any type of political advertisement. Or, or um, advertising or, or, or campaigning here at all. It doesn't matter. It, it had nothing to do with who it's for. It, it, it just broke the basic rule that they don't allow it. So. So. Okay. I mean. They, they did sense. not. They did not get. And yes, Living Color is a political band. So they very easily could have been, you know. What, I'm sure they would have something to say about the current state of affairs, but they did not because of where they're playing. So, I guess it's going to make it difficult for them to add the Palestine Pavilion to Epcot. Yeah, I don't think it's happening. I don't think it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you talked about Epcot eating everywhere. Did you eat in America? Uh, no, I didn't. I mean, the show was awesome, but I don't think... Is there a restaurant there? I, there's gotta be, right? No, that, no, I mean, like, not like a big sit-down restaurant, because like, I know that they have, like, little stands outside, but America is all about the show, the animatronic... I love the animatronic show. But I don't... I mean, why would you want to go to Epcot to eat in America? You're in fucking America. That's Just kind of, just leave the park and just go to any restaurant. That's kind of my You're point. You're in America. That's kind of my point, but... yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I know they have the funnel cakes there. I don't know if they ha- they may not have a restaurant there. I don't know. I don't recall there being a restaurant in America. Uh, hmm. I'll have I'll have to let you know in January when I go back. All right. So. Oh man, that's, uh, so I miss I miss Epcot. I miss uh-huh. Disney because like um, my my wife and I when we were down there. We had the the Epcot after four passes. We used to go down there just on a whim. We'd be like, "Let's go eat at Morocco tonight." I mean, it was well. That could, that's that could, that's a, this could be an argument for you coming down to see ELO in Florida. You could bring the family. We could all go to Disney. Uh, man, that's such a. I don't think I've. I don't think I, no. I have definitely not flown with two kids. I have not flown with two children. <laughs> should be there. fun. <laughs> That's that's not the word I'm thinking of. That is not the word I'm thinking of. Because huh. we were just last time we were down was like what February, and still just had the one daughter mm-hmm. and a somewhat pregnant wife. Huh? Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I might have to. You know what? I need to go visit my aunt. She, my old uh, infirmed aunt. I just might have to take a little solo trip by myself. You know. See you, see the ants, see Jeff, my our, our friend Jeff. You know Jeff Jeff what's his name? Jeff something. Yeah, yeah, go see Jeff. Jeff uh what's his name? Jeff something. Yeah, yeah, Jeff something. Jeff Lynn? I don't know, I, I can't remember. That yeah. sounds about right, yeah. <laughs> oh, what else? Oh uh, some some breaking some breaking news, some bad news. Uh the uh Republican uh Racist woman in Mississippi won the uh, Senate runoff seat, so... I'm sorry. 
Are you not devoting your full attention to this podcast right now? No, because you yelled at me for not knowing a name earlier when I could have looked it up, but I didn't to be respectful, and then you yelled at me for 20 minutes. So fuck you, I'm going to look shit up when I want to. <laughs> right, but were you looking up that story? No, I just saw it on my phone. It came across, so. Oh my god. So. It came across the wire, as they like to say. Okay, well, if, if need be, make sure you convey any Amber Alerts. Or, like, tornado warnings to us while we're doing our podcast. Well, you know, if there's some tornado warnings that might affect some of our listening audience, I sure as hell will. Because, you know, right, unlike, unlike you, gonna... I care about our listeners. I think you're missing one little minor detail, which is that they're going to be dead. Because they're not going to listen to this until two weeks from now. <laughs> so that's going to be a really, well, it better be a really may, slow tornado. May, may... Maybe I'll get a tornado warning of something in the future. <laughs> Ooh, I like, tell me more. Oh, hell. What, you, this, this, I like this. You didn't download that app, Future Weather? Well, fuck you. Huh? <laughs> oh, Future Weather. This is like a pilot. We can write a pilot for Netflix or something. <laughs> All right, so my Thanksgiving, um, the only thing I really wanted to talk about was the uh, the drive home because... Just the, like the the meal was fine, hanging out Thanksgiving with the with her dad. Okay, and uh, it was yeah, nothing uneventful, annoying. You could just sit around in the basement watching football. It's lovely and everything. Stuff in her face. The food was great. Hanging, but I'm like I'm spending the whole time chasing after kids, so it's not exactly relaxing. Okay, but the food was delightful and a uh, lot. Man, then there was a we had. Uh, was it, there was turkey and uh, I think they did steak, steak and turkey. That was lovely. A couple different stuffings. Mm, I'm just sort of actually. I think we we took the leftovers and we have leftovers in the fridge right now upstairs. So if I wanted to, I could have like like my fifth round of leftovers right now. Not right now because I'm not a dick. I'm not a dick who turns his attention away from the podcast. But after the podcast, yes, you are. What do you mean you're not a no, dick not. that turns away? <laughs> Look, how many times I got to tell you? It's like calling me. A misogynistic asshole. I'm not misogynist. I didn't Don't say call you're a, me a, I said you're a dick. <laughs> well, you're not a dick, you're only an asshole. I'm a dick. I'm not a dick who turns his attention away from the podcast. Let's clarify. I can prove to you that last podcast you turned your attention away when I had to repeat the Wilford Brimley tweet twice. Sorry, what was your saying? What were you saying? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, I remember. Yeah. Uh what else? Anyway, so the thing I want to talk about was basically the drive home. Um, it's a, it's not really a lovely drive. You got I-95, the quarter, the I-95 quarter from, uh, like Baltimore all the way up to, uh, the Philly area. Philly, sort of the Southern Jersey area. It's kind of one big area. You know, like you take 95, at some point you cut over to 295, that gets you over, like, uh, over the river, the bridge over the Delaware River, I think, and then you can drive up the rest of the way where you're going to Jersey. Normally, on a normal drive, it's like two and a half hours. Three, if you stop at the lovely uh, the rest stops on the New Jersey Turnpike to, you know. I call it recycling fluids, you know. <laughs> get rid of some fluids, pick back some more fluids, get a drink, take a piss. But uh, the journey back was quite interesting because it was raining really, really, really hard. And it was the Saturday after Thanksgiving, so there was like, way more traffic than normal okay so my two and a half hour drive took somewhere between five and six hours okay 
And uh, just just a couple minor points. Like, um, I don't care if you've seen the pyramids or you've ridden in a hot air balloon or you've been to the space station or you have not lived until you have stopped at a New Jersey turnpike rest stop on Thanksgiving weekend. Because <laughs> that is some entertaining shit right there. Was there a lot of gay sex uh, going on? or No, not like gay sex. What? Is that where your mind goes to? That's just very interesting. Wasn't there wasn't there that whole thing about rest stops being like a haven for gay sex? Off the New Jersey Turnpike? Or I don't know, off the New Jersey Turnpike, but was didn't they mention that like something about Mary? Wasn't that like the running joke? Yeah, like Uh I thought that was like park bathrooms or something. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. That you're right, that was a joke for something about Mary, but all right, no, no, that's not where I was going. Okay, and uh, hey, if if that's where you were going, you know I support you. But like that does explain the holes in the stalls. <laughs> but since we're talking about the bathrooms, the interesting thing I noticed was that when I was in the can, there was a guy in one of the stalls. I assume it's a guy. I didn't actually see it. I, it was a person. Okay, I can assume anything. There was a person in the stall. Hanging out. And what is the etiquette for playing music on your smartphone while you're in, the, while you're in a stall? <laughs> I don't know if there is Because there was a guy. This, I, I guess it would be like, this would be a guy who would be blasting his car stereo when he was driving. But like, so he was blasting this weird accordion music. <laughs> like polka? Like a, or? To, yeah, it could have been polka. Like blasting polka music on his smartphone. In the stall, like at top volume, and I was really trying to get my head around who would do that. <laughs> the only thing I could come up with was that he had some sort of weird psychological issue where he could only shit when he listens to really loud polka music. Maybe it's weird Al Yankovic. I, I guess it could have been. I mean, but does he? Is he the? I didn't. Think, I don't envision him as being that rude to blast the music while he's in the bathroom in the stall in the New Jersey Turnpike Cristo. Like I'm like I'm thinking, I'm like I'm in there I'm like who does that who's like okay you listen to music but who's blasting their polka music <laughs> while sitting in the stall taking a crap that just I could not get my head around that <laughs> I was so offended that I took my dick out of the hole in the stall and I left <laughs> I I didn't even finish I didn't even finish Not so glorious hole there, huh? <laughs> yeah, where was the glory? No glory for me. But uh, what else? And I go to the parking lot and I'm leaving. And I'm one of these. I'm one of these crazy people. Like I'm always worried about like getting robbed. And like we were coming. I was coming back, so I had like my car's full. It's all packed full of like suitcases, and clothing, and stuff. And and um, you know I'm always paranoid. Like oh my god, somebody's gonna break into my car and steal my steal my suitcase while I'm inside. I better... You know, I'm just a neurotic in general, but... Um, so I get over, so I'm, 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 sort of, I'm, I'm, I'm very far. I parked, like, very at the end of the parking lot. Okay. And I get in my car, and I'm trying to back out. And there's, there's like, two rows of drive. There's, like, two rows of parking. And I didn't... There was no signs. There was no painting on the, the ground that's like, oh, this is... This way is one way, and that way is the other way. So, it's like, I was backing, and... I, Back into the right, so I could go left. You know, like you back out to the right, so you can go left. I got about, I got backed out, but then at the same time, 
a car on the other, like a little bit ways down, like a van, was backing out to the left to go right. Okay. And that's that's fine and dandy, except that he was on the left side of the road, and I was on the right side of the road. So he, I was trying to go, and he was backing out, and he was in my path, and he was on the wrong side of the road. Right. So we both stop, and we both just sit there, looking at each other, waiting for somebody to do something. And I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. Get the fuck out of my way, right? Because like, I'm on the right side of the road. And he's sitting there, he's like, I'm not going anywhere. Get the fuck out of my way. So we're sitting there, we're sitting there. Is that is that what you call a Mexican standoff? First of all, I don't know if I'm if that's politically correct to say that anymore. Second of all, I'm not sure really what a Mexican standoff is, but is that a Mexican standoff? Uh, that that would be a Mexican standoff usually does involve like guns. But I Like you're both <laughs> each holding a gun at each other. Yeah, exactly. Are we allowed to say that? A good example would be of a Mexican standoff would be the end of Reservoir Dogs, if you remember okay. everyone's holding a gun on each other. That's a Mexican standoff. And if if you're not allowed to say that anywhere, then then from the the bottom de mi corazón lo siento. <laughs> I think you're still allowed to say it. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't assume anything these May, days. Maybe I'm not woke enough. I don't. I don't understand. I'm not Mexican. I don't assume. <laughs> but uh, uh, so we're staring at each other. In the meantime. A third party decides to get involved in this little this little incident. <laughs> okay. So as we're sitting there, there's another vehicle that is like directly parked directly where the other vehicle is. Meaning, meaning like she's backing out. Because I saw the light. She's backing out slowly. And she's like going to back right into this other vehicle. She's backing out slowly. She's backing out slowly. And I was, she based slowly inching out. And just backs right into the other vehicle. Oh! And I'm sitting here, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 don't hit. No, no, no. No, 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 don't you get hit. Oh, crack. Oh, my God. And then the lady gets all, I could see her reaction. She's all pissed off. And my first reaction was, sometimes when you back out, like you're looking to the left, you look to the right, and you're just not looking at what's behind you. And my second reaction is, no, she did it on purpose because she got tired of the person sitting behind them. Wow. Like, she's backing out, and she's like, oh, that fucker, he better move. I'm going. I'm going. He better move. Backing out slowly, backing slowly. Whack. Wow. And then she, and then what does she do? What is the, what is the honorable thing to do? What does she do? Uh, she guns it and runs. <laughs> she drives right off. Oh, nice. <laughs> and then everybody left, and then I left. So I don't think there, honestly, I don't think there's any damage. It was like, it was like, wasn't enough of a whack. Right. But, uh. I'm like, that's the fun of a New Jersey turnpike on Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> uh, I guess suddenly my for mother-in-law and mother yabbering at each other for <laughs> two hours isn't so bad. Well, I'm not done with this journey. Well, there's a little bit more to it. But uh, for all I know, theoretically, it could have been that same lady inside the stall blasting polka music. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just... This is, I'm hoping... That she was a lady on the other side of the glory hole. I'm hoping it was a lady. <laughs> in my mind, it was a lady. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, but she really needs to shave <laughs> off that mustache. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that mustache was really itchy. It, it really, really, really itchy. It really tickled your balls, Ooh. huh? <laughs> yes, tickled. I was, I was quite tickled. Ooh. But uh, let's see. So the other thing is, 
the traffic was so bad. Um, the, the, the aforementioned bridge. It's like you get you, you trying to get back from Jersey to Delaware, and you hit the the bridge, and there's like there's a toll plaza right before you get over the before you enter the bridge, and it was like traffic was backed up before we even got through. Like I was in the E pass lane, but I was at a dead stop, okay. and it was a dead stop, and inching along. It took me like 10, 20 minutes to get across the bridge, inching along, inch stop, inch stop. For like maybe five minutes, I was just sitting on the bridge. Now, that makes me nervous. Remember, I mentioned a second ago, everything makes me nervous. I'm worried about getting robbed at the service plaza. Right. The, the whatever. Yeah. Yeah, the service plaza? The rest stop. I'm wor- I'm sitting on this bridge worried that I'm going to dead stop. All these cars are going to stop. There's too much weight and the bridge is going to collapse. That's what is going through my head. Okay. Because you know, you know what? That's <laughs> happened before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember in, in Minnesota... People, it was rush hour, and people were just at a dead stop on a bridge. Yeah. And also, also there was construction work going on. So, some asshole thought it would be a good idea to park like ten dump trucks and leave them on that bridge. <laughs> and the bridge collapsed, and a bunch of people died. Yeah. And so I'm sitting on this bridge, getting really nervous. And an inch long, I'm over. I'm like, oh, great, I'm over the water. Great. Uh, I, I okay. For, you know, first, like, well, I'm not over the. I'm on the bridge, but I'm not over the water. I'm over land. Okay. At least I won't drown. I'll probably fall. Probably kill me, but at least I won't drown. Oh, I'm oh shit. Now we're stopped. I'm over the water, <laughs> and I am. I am thinking. This is going through my mind. I'm looking. I'm looking around in my car for something to use as a flotation device. If this bridge collapses, we go to. I'm looking around. I'm like, what could I use to prevent me from drowning? And the only thing I could find was leftovers from Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm like, I wonder if that green bean casserole will keep me afloat in the Delaware River. I shit you not, this is what was going through my head. You, you know I what? You know what? What would have kept you floating? The fluffy what? chocolate pie. Oh, the fluffy chocolate pie. No, because if I ate enough, I would keep me afloat and be success. <laughs> but uh, so I find I did. Spoiler alert, I did in fact survive the trip over the bridge. Oh, I thought I was talking to Bruce Willis all of a sudden. Did you did you see that big news story about the, the bridge collapse over the over the Delaware River? No. No, because it didn't. No. It never happened. It never happened. I, I, okay. I was just fine. <laughs> no, exactly. But uh Um You remember the movie The Mothman Prophecies? Vaguely. I, with Richard Gere yeah. and the bridge collapse and Laura Linney, I love that movie. Yeah, I, I I think I saw it. I don't remember a thing about it. I love that movie. There's like whispering on a video, uh, like an audio cassette or something, like a, like a murmuring or a whispering or something. I don't know. No, like the he would get phone calls. Yeah. He would see visions. Yeah, it was, I love that movie. Yeah. But um, I made it over the bridge, didn't collapse. Um, and then the only the final thing is like again, torrential downpour. And there's always, when you're driving back, even when there's not a holiday, you always hit a bunch of red patches on I-95. And this particular case, uh, Google Maps decided to route me around the accident off of I-95. So, like, exit, do some side roads, and then come back on I-95. Right. The only problem is, it's, it is nighttime. Mm-hmm. It is torrential downpour. This is... Maryland, so there's some hilly, windy roads. So I'm like in the, I have zero visibility, and I'm driving very slowly in the pouring rain over these windy, hilly roads, 
fearing for my life because I can't believe Google Map routed me on this. I guess would it be would it be like a fine road if I could see where I was driving. Okay. But it was da- and also not dangerous conditions, so like really slippery, no visibility, and I, w- I was thinking there like there should be an option in Google Maps because like you can select in your route you can select like like avoid expressways, avoid toll roads, toll roads, and I was thinking there could be an option in Google Maps like avoid windy roads when it's dark and in the fucking rain. <laughs> Of, uh, avoid roads that will become a death trap when it's raining and or nighttime. Put a few more filter options. <laughs> exactly. Because, like, I was basically... You know, when you're driving in low visibility, you have to use all the cues. Like, well, okay, like on 95, I was I was using, like, the reflectors. They had the reflectors um, on, some, somewhere, on some places. They had, like, the lane paint, but also, like, reflectors. You could use those. You look for cues. You look for... In this case... I was really relying on the guy in front of me staying on the road. I was basically looking at him like, well... If you die, we're both dying. <laughs> exactly, because I'm basically following the guy in front of me. I'm like, see this? I'm like, okay, because like, I think he's staying on the road. And I can kind of <laughs> see that I'm on the road. So like, I'll just, you're using all your cues. And it was just god-awful. I was like, I sh- uh. So if you could do that, if you could add filters to like the Google map, what, what, what kind of filters would you... like? Put on oh, there. Definitely without without a doubt the chocolate pie filter. <laughs> Show me all the places. Have that chocolate, chocolate pie. pie. <laughs> uh, yeah, weather conditions, road conditions, would would you consider like the socioeconomic condition of cities and stuff like that before you drive through them, um, things like that? What do you mean exactly? I'm not sure what where you're getting it. Like, you know, the shadier parts of town, the sketchier parts of town, would you... I mean, there's a lot of trees, a lot of shade? Eh, a lot of crime. <laughs> crime. Yeah. Um, uh, I think that's just a really racist thing to say, and so I'm very disappointed in you. Uh, I never mentioned a race. The ma- you made an assumption uh, I never made. I think that's very racist of you. Look... Let's, between you and me, let's be honest, the Jewish sections of town are some pretty, pretty dicey areas. Look, I, I'm allowed to say it, so... Well, then you say what you, you want to say. I never said anything of the sort. But that's, to come out of your mouth, not having a Warsaw get a path, to say something about the shady Jewish parts of town... I never said insulting, anything about rude. Jewish parts of town. I knew what you were getting at. I, I, I never said at. anything about... Any race, creed, color, religion, or sexual orientation. Well, let's be honest. Some of the most interesting and colorful parts of town are the gay neighborhoods. I mean, come on. I mean, I would love to brunch there. Let's be honest. There's some really awesome restaurants. So shall we wrap things up for tonight? Well, no, I haven't even talked about the vasectomy. I'll try to keep it. I'll try to cut oh, it short, if you know what I mean. Vasectomy, the vasectomy. Okay, one more, one more quick thing. I got, I got one. More, I got a couple things. I'll try to keep. It's not, it's not really, truly gigantic story. So I'll, I'll talk about it. But I just want to mention. I just want to ask you a quick question. Do you drink coffee? Of course. Do you prefer black coffee or sweet coffee? I, I prefer sweetened. I, I usually use a creamer. Okay. So. Be- because this has been. A stealth um, 
weird science segment because I saw a study a couple of weeks ago that saw that there was a correlation between <clears throat> how you take your coffee and whether or not you're a psychopath. Oh, I think I saw that as well. Wasn't it that the most oh, psychopaths prefer black coffee? Psychopaths prefer black coffee. Wow, I did see that. Yeah, you, 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 higher probability of being psychopath if you like your coffee black. Yes. Very interesting. So, do you like your coffee know, black? Just, no, you kidding me? I love it, like with tons and tons of sugar. I like, I like my. What is the expression? I like a little bit of coffee in my sugar. Yeah, exactly. I'm, now, I, obviously, I have to cut it. I have to keep it, keep it, keep the sugar low because of like diet. You know, keep trying to watch the calories, but right. no, oh, I love the sweet, sweet, sweet yeah. stuff. I'm a big fan of all those flavored creamers, so I'm like right now on the peppermint mocha stuff. So, actually, I don't think I could just drink coffee black. It's it's no, it's nasty. I have tried it. I do not like it that way. <laughs> I love coffee. I love coffee, but, but black, I don't think no. I could drink it black. No, 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 no. Huh. Sounds like some sort of challenge, some, some sort of bet or and or dare here. I, I don't know what it is, but hmm. Are you daring me to do some black coffee? Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm daring you to spend a week drinking nothing but black coffee. Oh, what do I win? You win uh, reversal of your diabetes. <laughs> if it were only that simple. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I'm not going to dare you because that's, that's just nasty. <laughs> oh, thank goodness, because I really didn't want to do that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Anyway, so that's been a weird science segment, and we're going to wrap things up. Just want to just a little quick discussion with the vasectomy. Well, yes, let's talk about uh, the vasectomy. Let's let's end so it, a, let's end it with the uh, the re, the uh, the tying of your vas deferens. Okay, that's the origin, right? Because they they're ectomying my vas deferens, hence vasectomy. Exactly. Uh, I guess if I had to sum it up in one word, that one word would be, ow. <laughs> ow. Now, did you take my advice and pl- and schedule this near the weekend? I did not have that option. It was on a Wednesday afternoon. Okay. Now, did you take my advice and drag it out as long as you possibly could? Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. So you were still but, uh, whimpering and crying and laying around the house come Sunday, correct? I was I was taking it easy on the weekend, yes. Okay, good, 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 good. I'm, I'm um, proud of you. Let, I mean, it was not fun. I'll sort of give you the, the quick, like, the pregame show, the postgame show, but, like... Um, you know, I was. You know what? I was more worried about like the the the, the pain afterwards. I was really nervous because I heard the stories. Like my father-in-law has, has had one, and I was more worried about the stories. Like after you have it done, you have this day's worth of hobbling, and, and uh, this pain, this unbearable pain, or like this minor pain, and I had it all wrong. Oh no! Don't get me wrong. There was that after effect but the actual procedure was excruciatingly pain painful wow and of course if you had to take a guess what was painful what would you guess uh my guess is uh, you said after the post-surgery was painful 
Um, no, the actual the actual procedure was very painful. Oh. You had to guess what, what what if you had to guess what, what what would you guess? Probably the local anesthetic injected. The, the exactly the anesthetics, the painkillers that they, they injected into my crotch were they horrible. Did they use lidocaine or was it lidocaine that they used? Or? Yeah, I mean they put some. I don't know what they injected me with, but the, first they did the topical swab, and they then injected me with two injections on each side, like right above my my yuts. And uh, they were excruciatingly painful, and they did. I, I don't know if they were doing like one side at a time. Like he, so he did like my right side, two injections, really, really, really painful. And then he started working, and I could feel him working. I could feel him cutting my nuts, and I'm like, uh, "Am I supposed to be feeling this?" He's like, uh, "No," and he gave me a third injection. Wow. So I got an extra injection on the right, and then he proceeded to the left. No, wait, uh, technically my left. Then he proceeded to my left, and I got another two injections, and that was horrible. And I was like, it was. It was actually reminiscent of the waxing from the 40-year-old version because I actually screamed out. I screamed out, oh, and then I, I, my chaser was Danny Boy. I actually yelled out, oh, Danny Boy, I, in the procedure room. Are you serious? I am absolutely serious. Are you Yahoo serious? Oh, <laughs> fuck you. Four oh, times. Damn, I don't want to hear Four it. Four times. Uh, All right. Stop yelling. Stop yelling because it keeps blasting the levels out. I gotta spend another fucking ten minutes editing. Just don't yell. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> don't blast! Don't blast my levels. But anyway, so yeah, so that that really sucked. Not in a good way. But um, the uh, so the interesting yeah. So besides yelling out in pain and mostly being like uncomfortable and like there was there were three people in there there was a doctor and then the nurse who was assisting and then there was a third lady and from what i could come up with her she she did very little but her job was to talk to me to distract me like her actual like she was the lady the tech who like took my blood pressure before and after because apparently you have to get your nuts sliced open they want to take your they take a baseline and then they do it and the, the procedure and then they take your blood pressure again to make sure you don't have an, a stroke that's imminent. Okay. Because it's really painful. And like I'm like, oh, look, you're only up 10 points in your blood pressure. Good job. <laughs> I went from like a 120-80 to like a 130-90 or you something. You should have said, don't worry, I brought my own blood pressure cuff that I just got from my <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, I got my own. But uh, that's right. You were making fun of me because like, am I taking my blood pressure? But that was, that was... Anyway, so she did that, but like... Her job was to talk to me because she spent the whole time trying to distract me. Ah. Like, she's like, hey, so, Sasha, tell me about your, listen to, you ever taking a vacation? And say, hey, tell me about, hey, have you seen any good movies? And, like, every every answer was me pretty much getting annoyed because I'm like, no, I have a fucking, like, four-month-old child. No, I haven't taken a vacation. No, I haven't been to any movies. <laughs> so, but finally, she said, "Well, tell me about your kid." Okay, okay, there. Then we hit on it, like a because a parent will blather blab endlessly about their children. Yeah, of course. Tell me, oh, tell me about your kids. And so, so her job was to distract me. And then I was like in a lot of pain. I'm like, I, I need something to squeeze. I was like, I was like, I was like tense. I was like squeezing my hands. I'm like, I, I need something to squeeze. Do you have something for me to squeeze? She's oh, okay. I'll go get you something. And she came back with a blue ball. Yeah. No, no humor there. She came back with a, a blue rubber ball. She's like, she's like, here, squeeze the ball. And my answer to her, my reaction to her was, are you talking to me or the doctor? <laughs> so, so I was basically me during the procedure, even with the anxiety. Oh, nice. I was, I was joking. I was joking before. I was joking during, like, because I, I was also having a conversation with the other nurse lady, 
and just making just making jokes, being lighthearted, and uh, trying not to laugh because I don't want him to slip. And then like, yeah, yeah. Oh, then I forgot. I forgot to mention one thing. Right beforehand, unfortunately, the the good news is it occurred to me that I want to look do some research on this doctor to make sure he's not one of these awful people who's like just a walking walking malpractice. Okay. Unfortunately, the idea did not occur to me until I was in the parking lot going to have the procedure. That's when it is. So what, oh, I should do some so research. I, so I quickly whipped out my smartphone and I pulled up the like the Maryland website for um, like the the court cases and I and I looked them up and I found two malpractice suits against him. But like the most recent one was like fifteen years ago. Okay. And then his entire career, he's only had two, and that's probably pretty good because like people normally sue doctors because like assholes sue doctors, right? Right, right. So like in his entire, and this guy was probably in his fifties, his entire career, at least in Maryland, over over twenty plus years, he like had two two malpractice suits. Okay. And one one of them hasn't been for like the last fifteen years. Okay. Whatever. Good. About 15 years. So it's like, it made me feel good. Like, okay, he's pretty good. So, like, I did my homework just at the very last minute. <laughs> Went in, whatever, excruciating pain in my in my groin. Um, and then it was really just a few days of not really painful, but just kind of like a dull kind of pain. Like, if I just kind of walked slowly, and if I moved the wrong way, it would remind me. But I was, I was just kind of popping some Advil. And oh, I was icing, okay. sitting in in the basement, icing my nuts with uh, the they you know they recommend frozen peas. Ah. So it was like a bag a bag of frozen peas and care uh, corn peas and corn. Okay. Just I icing my nuts with the uh, frozen veggies sitting here. Caught up on like half a season of The Walking Dead. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? I mean, that's it. And just I still it's been about two weeks. And I'm still, I want to go back to the gym, but I'm, like, really nervous. So, like, maybe I'll get back to the gym, maybe, uh, maybe this week, but I'm not going to push it. Um, wait till after the holidays. The holidays are a fucking scratch anyway, dude. No, no I'm not going to wait that wait. long. I was going to wait till after Thanksgiving, <laughs> but, like, so, anyway, so go to the, um, aside from that, it's fine. I mean, ice it, Advil. It was, I was really, now I'm starting to lift things again, so I'm, like, pretty much back to normal. I, for, like, for, okay, so, like, the rules are, you can't do any heavy lifting for a week, and I have, like, we, we, we took a Thanksgiving trip to, to New Jersey, where there's, like, suitcases, and I, like, there's an infant carrier, and the infant's a giant to begin with, so, like, I really had to, like, not, let, and then, like, I have a 50-pound four-year-old, almost, so, like, really had to avoid the lifting, um... The only thing I could really get away with was like just lifting the baby by yourself. After about a week or so, like lifting the baby, just just the baby, not the carrier, um, just really taking it easy, and that's it. I mean, so a week, ten days worth of suffering. Um, I literally have blue balls, like Oof. from like the bruising. I literally have blue balls. It's not something you want to see. Yeah, no, I mean, no. I, really I, there's, there, balls. I don't. I don't think there's ever going to be a, a situation where I want to see your balls, blue or otherwise. So it's you know. But it's not something that you even want to see on yourself. No, no, definitely not on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no. Wait, Darren, come on. What do I have to do to get you to look at to, to look at my blue balls? <laughs> I guess stick them through that glory hole while I'm listening to polka music. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> 
Oh, but, all right. A ticket to New Jersey is uh, in the mail as we speak. And speaking of in the mail. Um, yeah. So that's it. No, anyway, so other than that, um, basically my sort of like the, the bottom of my penis looks like, like the Frankenstein's monster, kind of like two, you know, like two scars on the side of his neck. That's kind of like how my nuts, my nuts looks like. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> um, Frankenstein's nuts. Just, yes. What else? What else? Um, that's, I guess that's pretty much it. Oh, that sounds uh, absolutely horrible. <laughs> and oh, okay. This I'm gonna. This was one of the close. Okay, this is my final thing. So the the recovery period. Um, I, I told you about like. Um, you know, could do this for a week, couldn't do that for a week. Couldn't shower for a couple days. I had to ice it, take some Advil. Um, and then the key, what, what was the point of all this was birth control. And so after eight, I think it was eight to 10 weeks, I was supposed to go back and give a sample to prove that in fact, I'm sterile. Okay. And then that time I have to clean the pipes. I have to have between 15 and 20 ejaculations in the next eight weeks. Shit, you'll have that done by Thursday. <laughs> now, my, my wife my wife seems to be under the impression that that means we're going to have sex 15 to 20 times in the next eight weeks. It averages about, it's supposed to average out to about, what, twice a week? Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that gives you between 15 and 20. Yeah. And we're already falling behind. So, like, we've had, like, like once, in, like, we waited about 10 days or so, 9, 10 days. Hmm. That was about right. We made it about nine, ten days to have sex the first time. Kind of hesitant, kind of nervous, like making sure everything works. That it wasn't going to be excruciating pain that first yeah, time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But um, so the only thing I can think of is that I have not done this yet. But like, if we don't make the numbers together, because she, she, okay, so she refuses to lend me a hand. Like if she's, if we can't fit into our schedule, she's tired or whatever. She is refusing to, just, you know. Take one for the team. Just, you know, throw me a bone, so to speak. <laughs> Lend a hand, if you yes, will. Yes, yes. And so... Uh-oh, I might be picking up my own cat meowing in the background. Well, we had a dog but, barking in the last one, so we're good. I don't know where she is. I'm, I'm almost wrapped up. But uh, to close it out, I was toying with the idea of... Do you, let me ask you this. Do you know what truckers do in terms of their sleep schedule? No, no. Go ahead. So, like, well, I think long-haul truckers, there's federal regulations on how many hours you can work before you have to, like, have eight hours worth of sleep. Okay. And so, do you know what, do you know what they do sometimes? No. No, go ahead. They, ha- they have two sets of books. Okay. So, I was thinking that maybe if it's possible I could apply that to my current situation. Like, how many times my wife has thought that I've ejaculated and then I have my own count. <laughs> You know, like with Bernie Madoff when he was uh, has Ponzi scheme. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. One of the one of the things he was doing, he had two sets of books. Yeah. One set of books he kept in a, in a like a personal like a like a, a, a BlackBerry or something like on him at all times. He had a second set of books that had the real numbers. So I don't know. I was just toying with the idea of having two sets of books, but I have not implemented the system yet. <laughs> so far, so far the books have not diverged. If you know what I mean. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But if things fall behind, you never know. I might have to. I might have to be a long haul trucker, if you know what I mean. <laughs> You're gonna get a long haul trucker. Do- That's what it takes. Go for it. <laughs> nah. The doctor has prescribed fifteen to twenty ejaculations. 
And long haul truckers was the first thing that came to your mind. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got to wrap this up because that cat's. Good. Yeah. I think she's standing outside the door. She's uh, running late. And we're hitting, coming up on two hours or so. So Yeah. So I, th- I think that is a that's a good thing. Uh, like I said, next, next podcast, we are going to try to do a year in review. Our bolt round year in review. We're going to try to come up with some good things that you may have forgotten about. The bolt round. The yes. bolt round. Uh, don't forget, you can contact us at Darren at and at Ted at Gmail oh, at com. Fuck. <laughs> Look, here's my phone number. It's seven three four. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, in the prize box this week, I'm going to throw in a Marvel comic. In uh, really, yeah, in 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 honor of Stanley, a Marvel comic. It won't be a classic Stanley comic, but it'll be a Marvel. Amazing comic. Fantasy number fifteen. Yes, yes, a dog-eared, beaten copy of Amazing Fantasy. But no, it will not be Amazing was that the Fantasy first, fifteen. Was that the was that the first Spider-Man? I'm trying yes, to remember. Yes, that was the first Spider-Man. So, okay, yes, it will not be that. Uh, it will probably be right, more so. something like Dark Hawk number five or something like that, but. We'll throw in a comic. Okay. So, but uh, it's a Marvel comic or like a like one of the shittier later later comics like POW Entertainment. No, it'll be Marvel. We're not going to throw in Star Comics or anything like that. Okay. We'll throw we'll throw in Marvel. So, but uh, I hear I hear the cat. So, <laughs> well, that's fine. I'm going to just edit it out. Of okay. Well, on that note, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. So, who are our sponsors? Our, okay, well, sponsors. our sponsors this week are um, Epcot, uh, a world of wonder at your fingertips, Epcot. Chocolate pie. Chocolate pie. Chocolate pie. Uh, crispy raspberry M&M's, because they're and on cri- sale. And crisper. And crisper. And crisper. Uh, social engineering by Chinese government. Creamy casserole. Uh, um, SpongeBob SquarePants. Blue balls, and uh, your cat, <laughs> who I still hear. So, <laughs> <laughs> also the the Delaware Bridge, the Delaware, the Delaware there, Bridge. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I think that's it. That's it. So until next time, this has been Darren. And this is Ted. And you've been listening. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. This is Ted and the podcast. The podcast. Ted and the podcast. <laughs> And you've been listening to What About Now. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>